Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with hosts Dara Sharman and Chris. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, and like our Facebook page, NY Just Fans, as we come into a new episode. Uh, we're going to start off with Donald. He finally got traded for a sixth-round pick for this year and a second and fourth rounder for next year. So, and and I know that he Joe Douglas had a press conference yesterday, and he had touched that basically if they would if the Jets had a later pick, Donald would have stayed. But they very comfortable. He's very comfortable with this draft class, and that it's fair enough that basically the Wilson rumors could be true and that they was going to draft a quarterback and basically the, with the second pick. So um, how, how are we feeling about that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, the, the, the compensation for Donald is right about, um, is right about where I was, I thought they should have gotten. Um, I was nervous that they weren't going to get that much. Um, but I'm happy that Jay, uh, Joe Douglas was able to to get that that much at least um, for Donald because again, like we've been pointing out and um, on several on several episodes talking about not only um, how much he had suffered at the hands of uh, the lack of uh, build a team building around the around the Jets organization, but also his play was bad and. People did not, even if he was a younger guy, people were really worried about how much of the guy they saw coming into the NFL they could rescue out of him. Um, and and that's why the compensation wasn't going to be as high as a lot of people thought. But if you if you kind of put all the picks together, it kind of comes up to being a you know, mid to high second rounder anyway. You know, the six peak six pick this year is kind of a throwaway in my opinion you know uh to me the second and the and the fourth uh, uh matters so um you know i'm happy about that i'm happy about the trade i'm happy about the fact that uh, joe douglas seems very um comfortable in this pick and i think i i not i think but i totally agree with his his take that i definitely think if they were picking lower than second they would be picking donald uh, that's their view of two of these quarterbacks after Lawrence. Everybody, um, everybody is a, uh, kind of uh, in a consensus that Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick, and that's what's going to be happening. And everybody else behind him is second to him. And the only two quarterbacks that are anywhere close to it is Wilson and Fields. And uh, the Jets have their eye on somebody. Uh, it's, it's been pointing to Wilson since uh, for a while now that they think that just is a cut above what Donald is at the moment. So uh, that's that's it. It is what it is at this point. At this point. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I like the compensation too. Uh, getting a two and a four next year. I know it's next year's picks, but still, that's that's added on to next year. <clears throat> Excuse me. This year's uh, sixth is a later. Um, later in the sixth round, which is good because that'll be our our last pick. Because our previously our last pick was the early pick in the sixth round, so this gives us one a little bit later on, and we don't have a seventh rounder. So that, I think that kind of helps us a little bit. Like you said, it's more or less a throwaway. 
sixth rounders are usually, uh, you know, special teamers or just depth guys anyway, if they even make the team. So I agree on that end. Um, you know what? In the end, I, I think they got the best they could have gotten from him. They waited, you know, they probably waited too long because once free agency started, um, you know, teams were making moves, signing guys, and, you know, eventually nobody was really left um, that would that would want to bring in a starter, you know, because everybody filled their their holes by then. Um, yeah, and- but I, you know what, Chris? I kind of disagree with that because I thought I thought that the under the circumstances, probably they had already read the tea leaves, basically understanding that teams had a very low opinion of Donald, and they probably um, were in touch with everybody. And the person that gave them the more positive outlook was Carolina. So the only people they probably were talking up to, and I think I read somewhere that they had been talking to Carolina off and on for a while, and and they were getting a better response out of Carolina. That's why they probably shut down everybody else. That's why everybody else kind of moved on because they weren't going to try to get to Donald first. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. And plus, you know, you got to remember with, with Sam, whatever team trades for him, you know, you have to, you have to activate that, that uh, 50 year option on him too. Otherwise you're trading, you know, you're trading him for a one year rental, which really makes no sense. So, right. you know, the Carolina, they activated the, the fifth-year option, so now they basically got him for a two-year. So they got him two years to figure out what, what he really is. You know, is he what he's been the last three years with us? Or is he as good as we thought he was, you know, coming out of college? So, and that's the big thing, too. Um, I'm sure, you know, uh, Joe Douglas weighed out, you know, okay, Sam should be better with a better team around him, better coaching, better supporting cast. We get that, but is his ceiling higher or lower than the person we're going to draft for? Let's say if it's Wilson, right? Is Wilson's ceiling higher than Sam's ceiling now? That's, it comes down to that and the money, of course, you know, the restarting the quarterback clock and, and all that, those two things were the biggest factors. I, I don't think they have a, I, I don't think they think Sam is as bad as what we've seen the last three years. You know, yes. I think he thinks, I, I think the team thinks he's going to be better than that. It's just that. I how think, much better? Right, exactly. And how much better? Is it better than whoever we're going to draft? You know, do they think Wilson's going to be even better than Sam, you know, with, with all this talent around him and the better coaching staff? I think exactly. that's too. And the money, of course, too. <laughs> right. And then you have a coaching staff that you that's coming in brand new. You want to give them a fresh start. You want to give them. You don't want to tie them down with an issue that you had prior to their hiring. You want them to have a situation where they have a little bit more, you know, of their, put their spin on things, you know, get, let them hire their own QB, let them get into, let the, the QB coach have a, a running start in his preparation for the guy coming in. So he knows this kid, man, listen, you know, this is who we're going to draft. So we got this system. This is what we're going to do for him. You know, and we don't have to deal with the scars put on him by a prior, the prior um, coach or the prior um, um, organization, you know. So, so it, makes it, it makes it a little easier on the coaches. And if you're paying Salah what you're paying him and his coaching staff, you want them to succeed. So you got to 
do everything possible to make it easier on them to do their jobs. Oh, totally agree. And, you know, and for the people who are like, oh, let's keep Sam and draft the quarterback. That would have been a hey. total hoop show, <laughs> you know, like having both of them here. And no, that he had and, to go if that was, you know, if this was the case, they had to move on from him this year and, and draft the quarterback. They couldn't. Keep and the, him. and the, and the thing, the issue for me more than anything is um, I think I, I, I was at a certain point feeling that way. And the only reason why I was feeling that way, again, like I said, I got really nervous about what the Jets could get back for Sam because I was worried that there was nobody willing to pay anything for him. I'm not, I was not really willing for the, uh, willing to see the Jets only get a fourth-round pick for Sam Donald. That would have crushed me. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I, know, I know, you know it's not really me personally, but I'm just saying, like, Knowing that I think that he still has a lot of potential, I would I was really worried about what the return was going to be. When I saw what they got, I was pleasantly surprised. I was uh, actually pretty happy. That's what they got for him. Yeah, definitely. I, it, it wasn't bad. You know, like I thought that was pretty good. Um, you know, obviously in the beginning, you know, like we heard for, uh, first round pick. I thought that was a little bit too high. I thought, hey, if we get at least a two, I'll be I'll be happy. So we get the two four you know, in the six this year thrown in and um, it's, it's not bad. You know, now we got to worry about, Hey, listen, now all the pressure is on, is on the GM, Joe Douglas and the coaching staff. Now they have to produce whoever they draft, whether it Wilson yep. Fields, whoever they have to produce now. now, now they're on the clock, you know, the first, isn't that what you want though? <laughs> yeah, of course. You know? That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. I want to see, you know, we don't want to go through another, two and 14 season, you know, that's it. We're, we're done with that now. You know, we, we've been promised, oh yeah, you know, we're rebuilding. Okay, we got that for two years from him. This is it. You know, this, and this is the draft. He's got to really like put a stamp on oh. the team. His oh, first, man. I've, I've been saying, and people aren't always agreeing with me, but I say the first, his first four picks this year, he's got to get four starters. Not I don't, ag- I, oh yeah, I don't really agree with you. Um, I think you're crazy because because I'm, okay the first okay. two picks in the, <laughs> without any trades right I'm not saying trading okay. up or anything the right. way it's situated right now first mm-hmm. down uh first down first round you should right. get two two starters there obviously right the quarterback right. and whoever okay. gets 23 right. second round is a high pick you got to right. get a starter there I don't want to yeah. get a okay. backup uh, linebacker or something no third round okay. again. Uh-huh. The only way it's not a starter is if you're going to draft a running back that's going to be part of the uh, – but okay. he's got to be a really good – you know, he's got to be getting 10, 15 carries a game, not what Piron got last year. Not a guy like <laughs> Okay. All right. I, all right. I, I kind of understand a little bit more of what you said before Before I kind of jump, <laughs> jump down your yeah, throat. No, no, I'm not saying but, – but, but you know what I mean. But you're right about the first-rounders. If, um, we've we've been we've been digging we've been digging into this draft for a while now. Um, we've had our 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 um, our um, extra episodes where we did we dug into our favorite players from every position. Uh, we brought we brought um, Sam Gold. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, we brought uh, Andrew Golden over to kind of talk about about the um, just every position and who's who's out there and everything like that. And the sheer amount of talent that's in this draft, even to the mid-third to late-third and early-fourth round, is absolutely ridiculous. So 
I kind of agree. With, I agree with you. But in the same breath, I want to say this. If we hit on quarterback and on our 24th pick, to tell you the truth, I don't care. I really don't. No, because at this point, because you're right. in, I'll be because, happy with quarterback too. Right. To be because if we hit on quarterback, brother, this is what we've been waiting for as Jets fans forever. We've been waiting for this, the, the new version of uh, what's his name? Our old quarterback that we had in the 60s. That's Joe been. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Namus. I'm sorry. Oh, no. As, I know. As a Jets fan, I can't do this. It's a sin. It's a total sin. And I need to apologize and uh, whatever else I need to do to apologize for that. I will. Um, but We've been trying to replace Joe Namath forever. We have to trot the poor man out every year as the star quarterback of the Jets. Right. <laughs> and he hasn't played football in years, in decades. <laughs> you know, it would be such a break as a Jets fan to actually have a new star quarterback, a guy in the NFL that NFL circles respect, that teams understand coming into the um the Jets stadium, you have to face this guy, and he's go he's gonna be a problem. If we hit, if Joe Douglas hits on this guy, nobody could fire Joe Douglas. <laughs> you think he's hired like, for six years? We haven't had that type of quarterback in so long. You know, exactly. I mean, I can't. You know, all right, maybe Brett Favre. You know, but he, even though him, he was at the end of his career, but he was probably the last one that teams were like, oh man, you know, we got to deal yep. with this guy. Yep. Right? <laughs> so hey we just got to cross our fingers and hope everything works out right and and i don't want to and listen now that he's traded if davin wants to have his piece now about uh drafting donald in the first place because if we you know <laughs> if anybody knows davin davin said from the time that it came out of the uh the commissioner's mouth that we were drafting sam donald Davin was a hundred percent against it. So I remember that it was like it was yesterday too. We yeah. we 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 I don't know. I can't remember if no. We were all on text or something yeah. like that. And then as soon as it happened, he was at work and he hit us up and he's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. So Davin, if you want your time, man, this is it. This is your time. yep. This, this is it. So and and you were right, a hundred percent. You were right. Um, I, in my opinion, I'm not really gonna go too crazy. Um, I, I, I said he was gonna get traded, and then, and then, and it happened. Now, now it's time to get back to business. I think, in all reality, this is about uh, JD clean still cleaning up Max Mess. I'm not saying Donald is Max Mess. I wish Donald nothing but the best because he showed so much professionalism more than Jamal Adams. So Agreed. I wish Donald nothing, nothing yep. but the best. And Donald's in a better position with Christian McCaffrey, more Robbie Anderson, and and with the and with the line with whoever um the Panthers um the Panthers will draft. Yeah, um, and, the, and the coaching staff too. That, that's a hell of a coaching staff, especially offensively. He's gonna go over there with the Joe Brady and them. Yep. So the whole thing is is that this is this is Donald's chance to. To set 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 a lot of set a lot of people up, including myself, and <laughs> I wish them nothing but the best. But 
you know, back to back to the Jets side. If if JD wants to, if JD and Cole wants to, you know, make make their mistakes and makes the wrong, this is this 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 is this will be it. You know, to show if if he wants to do it, he's going to do it with his team, not 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 with somebody else's team. We still got Mosley left, and I think May left from from uh from Mac signing or I think drafting. But other than that, JD is still cleaning, cleaning, and he's trying to bring his people in. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna go crazy like, like I did three years ago when I was like, oh yeah, you know, Darnold this and Darnold that. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna wish him nothing but the best, and he's in a, he's in a better position. And speaking of Darnold being to the Panthers, now Teddy Bridgewater is basically is gonna. I guess it's not too many teams for for Bridgewater to get traded. I could we could possibly see a, a cut, um, but other than that, what Donald what Donald could bring to to that Panthers um, new offense? I'm gonna call it new offense because Donald was there. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think he's his ceiling is for me. It's higher than Teddy Bridgewater. I think we we know Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad quarterback. But is, you know, and he's taken his team when he was with Minnesota to the playoffs. But I, I mean, he's certainly not elite. And I wouldn't even say he's very good. He's probably just an average quarterback. Um, I don't think you're going to win the Super Bowl with the guy, but you're going to win some games with him. You know, he's not going to make mistakes. Um, but I think Darnold can be better than Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's got it in him to be that, to be a better quarterback than him. And I think now, like you just said, I mean, this guy's got no excuses now. He's got the the offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, good system. He's got a really good supporting cast. So there's no excuses for him not to perform well there. If he doesn't do well in Carolina, then you could really kick him to the curb. But hmm. um, to me, Teddy Bridgewater, if he gets cut, I would even think about the Jets signing him as, as our backup because right now our backups are, you know, Morgan and, and White. So – I mean, if he's cut, yeah, I would sign him in a heartbeat because we have literally nobody behind whoever we're going to draft as a as a veteran, as a guy who has experience. So yeah, uh, it yeah, I, I I I unless Carolina is willing to eat most of that money, um, um, Chris, I don't remember um, off the top of my head. I I think I think he had, he had a base salary of about ten mil. You got to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I, get you. I think on top of that 10 mil, there was another uh, eight or seven or eight million dollars that was kind of guaranteed, that was not guaranteed, but that he could have made like incentives in incentives. It was something in all, I think he would have made all he would have if he played for Carolina, he could have made up to like 20 mil, if I remember clearly. But yeah, 22 is is his cap. 22, here. 20. that was gonna. Yeah. It's a $20 million dead cap hit, though, if he gets cut. So, yeah. Will they be willing to eat that? I don't know, but then... Exactly. But then they got to keep him on the team with... You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be good either. So it's going to be interesting what happens here. Yeah, this is going to be a pretty interesting uh, um, uh, lesson in, in front office politics and front office maneuverings. <laughs> because yeah, I got because he, yeah, you just signed the guy last year for the amount of money, and then you having to get a young kid and 
right there, you know, kind of telling him that uh, his days are kind of numbered, kind of awkward, but that's the part of the business, I guess. Um, I mean, the good thing and, with, with, with Bridgewater too, he's still only 28 years old. And here, I, just yeah. got, I got this off of uh, Spodrak. Um, if he's traded before June 1st, 10 million of dead cap goes to the Panthers. And mm. they save 12.9 million. And the, okay. team, and the new team acquires a two-year $39 million contract. Yeah. If, if he's released before June 1st, it's a $20 million dead cap to the Panthers. And they're only going to save $2 million, So they're definitely going to try to trade him. Right. Uh, that trade, trade would be better for them. <laughs> if they trade him after June 1st, they get $5 million of dead cap, and they'll save 17.9. Um, and the new team acquires a two-year, same thing, $39 million contract. And, and that's he, what I'm worried about. And if he's released after June 1st, um, they'll have a $15 million dead cap hit. So they'll only save $5 million. So I think they're going to try their hardest to trade him. <laughs> but who, Yeah, because, and, but that's what I'm worried want. about when, when you said, I don't think he's really an option for the Jets because we just kind of brought our cap space up to 24.8 mil. On, and um, from, I think that, uh, that extra four, four point something we saved with Donald, um, with us uh, trading Donald, um, made it 24. But I, um, I can't see the Jets willing to pay a backup that much money, especially when yeah. you're meticulously um, um, working off I'm working out all that, um, all your cap money and stuff, and really building that team from the ground up. I don't see that happening. I think it's a, it's going to be a cheaper uh, option. Yeah, I don't think they would trade for him. I think the only way they would pick him up is if it's if he's released and nobody's going to sign him. And right now, I mean, unless something injury wise happens, right now, I mean, there's no starting spots out there. I mean, the team I thought of because they're not really set would be. I mean, they, they're set because they have two is the Saints. Do they bring Bridgewater back in since yeah. he competed with them? He was there before. But I don't – it wouldn't be a trade either because I don't think they have much cap space. So Yeah, they do. Yep. And, they, and, you know, and they already signed um, Winston and they have uh, Hill there too. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know where's the best option for him to go to, to be honest. I mean, it's going to that, be – That's pack. actually a pretty good um, pre pretty good thing. Um that that marriage could work if if Bridgewater is looking for a position, a backup position. The right. thing is, is that what he's willing to do? Is he willing, or is he still trying to be a starting quarterback in the NFL? Yeah. Uh, at this point, I mean, he's only twenty eight, so you would think he wants to be a starter. Yeah. But There's I, not too many of these no. <laughs> options out there. Maybe how about Pittsburgh? Right after Roethlisberger, they really got nothing. So yeah. Maybe Doug Hodges not. and uh, what's the other kid's name that got smashed in the head with the with the helmet? Forget uh, his no. name. Mason Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah. So, they so really it, behind him. Yeah, yeah. The Bridgewater is better than Doug Hodges and Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. We've seen enough of those guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, Bridgewater doesn't have too many options now, especially now that Atlanta said they are open to trading that number four pick. I think Denver will be the team that will trade up with the with the Falcons and will get that fourth pick to get a quarterback since they don't have too much faith in um, Drew Locke. So that is a very I, interesting point, Davin. Mm -hmm. Really, because 
I think I think that's the part of the question that's been out there is that uh, the Broncos are giving up on Drew Locke already uh, with a year and what, like six games on the uh, one season and six games under his belt. Is that yeah. how long he started for? If, if yeah, if you if you already giving up on that quarterback, man, he's that bad. I don't know if he's that bad. That's the question. That's the thing. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of reports out there. Um, but the but for me, that team is wickedly talented. I don't think a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah, no, they're a good and team. and that is why that is why it's pretty interesting what Davin just said because if they could insert a quarterback that could give them a spark now, they could be a force to rec- be reckoned with because they have the offensive firepower. They just don't have the quarterback right now, or Locke has not shown to be the quarterback right now. He's but to trade up, but to trade up and get that number four pick, and you hmm. could get a Trey Lance or a Mac Jones. Yeah, that, there you go. that brings the game back yeah. to a to a whole nother level, you know. So I I just think that um, we we will see maybe a trade between four and, and nine somewhere around there. The, the first three picks are, are locked in. Um, for what what was being said, they um, a lot of teams didn't call the Jets uh, because they felt like they was keeping the number two pick. The only two teams, other two teams that was watching watching uh, Darnold since free agency was before uh, Fitzpatrick signed before the 49ers uh, traded that number three pick. They got that number three pick was those two teams. So maybe maybe they they just changed their mind and said okay we know that the justice keeping number two they love they really love whichever quarterback it is so you know that there it goes and you know for Bridgewater you know I can't say that I feel sorry for him I, I you know because he I remember when he played with the Vikings he was okay he he wasn't as elite as I thought he was and it didn't surprise me he didn't, you know, succeed as much with the Panthers. So maybe Darnold will bring something to that to that spark, especially that he got the chemistry with Anderson. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing, you yeah. know. And now that you have that running back, the top three running back, Christian McCaffrey, and then you got uh, Moore as well, which is a good wide receiver as well, you know, Darnold, could, could, this is Darnold's chance. And if he messes up in any way, I don't want to hear nothing from the rest of these Jets, for Jets fans that wanted to keep Darnold. It's no disrespect. <laughs> it is no disrespect. But I, it's half of the fans that said keep Darnold, keep Darnold. And I think for Darnold, it was it was a mental, it was, it was, it was a mental thing, not not just with, with him, but also with with you know him being with three different uh offensive coordinators especially yeah. the gays it, it was a lot of things so yep. hopefully it works out for him i'm not wishing nothing bad bad on the kid but i just wasn't in love with him and it's just for just for just for us jet fans to move on you know it's it's great you know to get that to get the um the new car smelling so yeah <laughs> so and so you know we'll we will definitely see what see what happens um and also with the backup quarterback, we still got veterans out there. Uh, Alex Smith, uh, McCarron. You got you got a couple of guys. Maybe maybe they maybe they just believe in they they young guys. So I don't I don't know. We'll 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 have to see more. We'll we'll see more very soon. Uh, so the next question is, 
since uh, Joe Douglas said, uh, talked about Steve Young, uh, Steve Young comments that that basically Wilson that they uh, Joe Douglas and them committed to Wilson and them, and Joe Douglas said, well, you know, in all fairness. <laughs> you know, Steve Young knows 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 this BYU stuff and and all of this stuff and uh, all his credentials. Um, do do you think do you think it's a wrap with uh, drafting Wilson? It seems uh, that way, right? <laughs> yeah, it it really seems that way, and there's so many things that are pointing in that direction. It's kind of incredible. Um, just just off top, the fact that uh, BYU ran. A very well, of course, a, a, a college level uh, um, offshoot of the Shanahan's type system, you know, with with all the with all the um, the player movement and pre snap and and, and 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 the jet sweeps and and the play action and the running the ball and you know it just it, it's it's it it, it <laughs> it's literally like it's almost like you if you wanted to pluck a kid out of college that that could fit into the system kind of is him he's he's accurate he, he you know he um he has a hell of an arm um he has a hell of an arm talent um is uh i mean there's so much there man and then you have and then you add everything else on top of that with the connections that have been made forever and with young coming out and saying what he said i mean there's just so much there it's at this point almost impossible to think that the jets are pulling the world pulling the blinders over the world's eyes which is would be incredible it would be kind of something like out of a james bond film or something where you know they they've been point you know they've been pointing all the way you know the whole time they've been pointing left and they're going right <laughs> I, I i doubt that highly man i think i think at this point it's going to be wilson yeah, I see the same thing. I mean, the way that uh, Douglas has been keeping everything in house as much as possible, and you know, we're yeah. getting nothing out of them. I mean, and we're getting, you know, whatever pointing towards Wilson. That's whatever we're getting. We're getting, but um, I, it would be a shocker to me if it's not Wilson. But actually, it wouldn't be that much of a shock because <laughs> because of the way Joe Douglas has been running things. But it is pointing towards Wilson, but. Hey, you never know. He might be wanting that, and he might want to pick yep. someone else. I don't know. It's and I think that's what's the, that's such that's what's so good about this whole thing for me as a Jets fan is the fact that nobody really knows, or and and everybody think they know. This has never been an issue for the Jets. This has never been something the Jets ever had to do. No, um, everybody knew everything that was going on behind the curtains at one Jets drive all the time. And and the fact that more than anything, Steve Young broke the news. Not one of the Jets beat. <laughs> the Jets right. beat writers <laughs> have been so disconnected with the team. It's almost hilarious because they literally for years, and I'm gonna do a little uh pooping on some of them here, <laughs> but for years, used the fact that the Jets were struggling to ridicule the organization with their writings over and over and over again. And I just love the fact that they're quiet. They're doing their jobs, they're reporting on things, but there's no, you know, 
there's none of the, you know, hey man, you know, you know who said this and you know who said that, and this one's whispering to this, this one, and there's everything is just so tight-lipped that this is a this is a, a um this is the echo of great organizations. Um a lot of organizations, the more popular, um not popular, the you know, the better organizations or the ones that everybody mentioned when you say which were the, which are the best organizations in the NFL. You don't ever hear anything coming out of their front office or coming from their organization. Uh, only when they need you to hear, that's what you hear. And I hope that means that better things are coming for us. Things like Joe Douglas is going to be our, our GM for the next 10, 15 years. That would probably mean he won a Super Bowl. Something like that. I'd be very you know. happy if that happens. Exactly, <laughs> man. This is what I'm saying. There's all these little things that are kind of adding up to the best that we've ever seen as a Jets as 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 a Jets as Jets fans. But we have so far to go, and I could understand why everybody's on there walking on eggshells because everything everything could go wrong. <laughs> you know, that's why we got to hit on the quarterback. That's what I'm telling you, Chris. We got it, man. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, but you know what? But we're so used to things not working out for us. Yeah. Every sense of the word. But and we're we're getting like those little bits of like, wow, this is actually working. This is actually working. And that's leading all to that number two pick that we got, you know, and it's all going to lead to how that guy is. I don't care yes. what else we pick. It's going to be how that guy works out. Oh, if that yeah. Guy works out. Then. Woo! We got gold, you know, yes, sir. so uh, I, it's, it's, it's a, it's crazy being a jet fan because you want to be excited, but you want to pull back because you're like, all right, we've been <laughs> in here before three years ago, yep. we thought we yep. had our golden boy, you know, and, and he poops. So, <laughs> uh, you know, so who knows, but it's so far. Yeah. I mean, to get back to the real question, original question. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be Zach Wilson. And I think, so far, it looks like it's a great choice, you know, I mean, from what we've seen on tape and from what we hear from all the experts and the scouts and everybody else. Yeah, it sounds like a great choice. So let's cross our fingers and say our prayers and everything else and hope that it works out. <laughs> That's all we can do. <laughs> well, I'm big on Zach Wilson, so I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for that for that day. And the draft is three weeks away. So. Um, it'll be very exciting. Uh, a couple of Jets fans will be mad, but because they might want Justin Fields, but it is what it is. Um, it is what it is at this point. Uh, let's let's move on. Um, Dak Prescott, he got a he got his workout in, and so and he's ready to go by week one. So, is this should be a good sign for the Cowboys, right? As well, it could be on offense, but it all depends on the defense. But <laughs> how good is it that Dak Prescott will be ready by week one? Oh, that's why. That's why all that money was exchanged from from the from uh from the Joneses to to Dak, right? Because you wouldn't pay a man all that money if you thought that he wouldn't be able to play the season. Uh, so I I thought. You know, I was just waiting for the, somebody to report that he was out and about. Um, we saw there, there's a, a kind of small snippet of him throwing the ball. Um, and he did not look worse for wear, to tell you the truth. It didn't look that bad at all, you know. So it's going to take a little bit for you, for you to get to the point of doing football things. But 
the fact that he's up and about, man, that's great news for them. Like you said, Devin, if they don't, um, if they don't hit the um, do their defense good, it, to me, it doesn't really matter what they did do on offense because we saw the the, the Cowboys score. I mean, move the ball up and down the field on offense with to the tune of 400 and something yards average in a game, um, um, and and how many touchdowns, and that they didn't win anything, you know. So unless you have an all-round team in this in in this NFL, man, the the the, the beasts of the NFC will not allow you to throw to go anywhere. You you're not playing the Rams. You're not playing the Bucks. You're not playing Seattle. You're not playing Arizona. You're not, you're not beating those teams if you don't have a defense. They're going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I mean, it's a great sign that he was out there throwing. I'm sure they're going to take it really slow with him so that he is going to be ready for week one. Um, you probably won't see him much in the preseason either. But um, you know what? It's a great sign for them. And like you said, they definitely got to fix that defense. I think the, the biggest thing to fix that defense, they got the new defensive coordinator, uh, Quinn. So yes. I think that's going to be a huge impact on that team. And, um, and when you look at the division, it's really up for grabs, you know, with Philly right now going through a rebuild giants. Yeah. They're loading up, but it's going to come down to their quarterback, Daniel Jones and Washington. I mean, they got Fitzpatrick. So that's, that's enough of a, question mark on its own to yeah you know to see where they're gonna go so that division is way up for grabs and dallas could easily get it because they got the offensive firepower but the defense without a doubt has to be much better than what it's been the last couple of years um yeah so we'll see i'm, I'm sure they're gonna try to fill it uh fill all their holes on defense in the draft so we'll see they got a nice high pick in the first round so i could definitely see a, a defensive player there for sure yeah, defensive player, offensive line player, because again, that was another issue they had is offensive line too. If yeah. they want to keep the keep that Dak upright and not getting injured again, that's that's something they need to to take advantage of too. So, it you know, um, it's good news for the um, for the Cowboys overall, man, um, because we saw the direct uh, impact he had as soon as he got injured. How that team changed from being a, a one of probably. Um, uh, more exciting offensive teams we saw last year to uh, basement back bargain offense team offensive team. So, yeah, that's good news for them. Um, before I move on to the next topic, uh, Justin Fields will be throwing for uh, throwing basically for NFL teams again next week on the 14th, and they said John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan will be in attendance. So. They didn't say go. nothing about Joe Douglas and them. They said 49ers, uh, John Lynch, and Kyle Shanahan. So next week will we'll be something big for Justin Fields. So we'll, we will definitely see what happens, and we'll let y'all know more information when on our next episode. Um, basically, for what's being heard, the NFL and NFLPA is talking about um, there will be some on-field passing camps uh some otas hmm. um so how so how, how important is it for these guys to 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 come out there and get some get some 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 work some workouts in and, and otas done this is big time because i think a lot of rookies suffered uh last year from from not having otas 
proper OTAs. So this is going to be a big time thing. Um, there's a lot of players that I could think that just popped into my head um, that are going to be rookies in this NFL that really that would need that uh, little introduce, introduction to the NFL just before really going in to live games um, so coaches can understand where and how to use them and in, input them into their systems. So I, I really am looking forward to that um, because I think overall it's going to help the product uh, the kind of football that's going to be played um, this year. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, especially for us. I mean, you know, we're going to have a new quarterback. We're going to have a new oh, yeah. system. So uh, so that's, I think, big, a new defensive system too, for that for that matter. Yes, sir. So, um, I think for teams like us, uh, you got Philly out there with the new coach. You got the Texans through all that crap they're going through too. I'm sure that all these teams want to get on the field as soon as possible and start working. So, uh, yeah, this is really good news. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, and the last topic of the day, uh, I'm not going to speak too much on it. So, Chris, uh, is there any, any updates on Deshaun Watson's situation? And if so, um, let the people know. So go right ahead. Well, yesterday, they, you know, the, they had a press conference with uh, one of the uh, accusers, uh, actually two of them, but one of them actually spoke for about five minutes. And you could tell she was very, very upset. And it was, it was actually a little uncomfortable to watch. Um, it, it's, it's a sad situation that um, th this whole thing is. I don't know where it's gonna go, if it's gonna go into a more of a, a le bigger legal issue forum, or if it's just gonna be a civil lawsuit, um, where it's just going to be money. And the sad part is, if, you know, one of the things that they, they sent out was information that messages that they were going back and forth in the very beginning when it was just basically about a money thing, um, where it was like, hey, um, the one woman said, hey, if you, they put out the offer, listen, $100,000 and we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of this real quick. And basically they, they turned around and didn't want to pay him nothing, you know? And uh, then it became this whole bigger thing with now they've got what, 20 girls now that are accusing him of whatever it is they're accusing him of. And uh, it's not looking good, you know? And even they brought 20, 20 girls, 20 other masseuses to say he did a good, you know, he was fine with them. So now we're talking 40 different masseuses, you know, and I get it 20 saying nice things and 20, saying not so nice things. So either way, it's not, it doesn't look good for him. I don't think, um, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's a sad, very sad situation. I, you know, you, I, I just don't know where the league is gonna go. I mean, they're sitting back and waiting for all this to clear up. You know, like what if it doesn't clear up by the time camps open up and by the time uh, preseason starts and all that. I mean, what are they going to do with him? Is he going to just? They're going to. They're <laughs> going to be forced to make a decision then. Right. I, I think. I think. I think whatever they're going to do, they're they're literally um, being as as meticulous as possible. Which, um, in that in 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 my opinion, is the best way to go because um, whatever you feel about the situation and everything that's unfolding, if you're going to punish a man, you want everything on the table first. And, and if, any, if any of what we're talking about is true, all the stuff that's coming out, this dude is going to get the hammer. 
So if they're going to drop the hammer, they got to know that they have to have everything lined up perfectly or they're going to end up getting sued. So you don't want to be making a decision like that unless, you know, you have everything lined up. I'm, I'm, I'm not really mad at the NFL for dragging their feet. I, I, if I, I want to do the same thing because I feel the same way about this. As shocking as everything that has been revealed is, I'm trying my best not to have an, an opinion anyway. Even if as a human being thinking about the, just the sheer amount of people that, has talk, that, he, that he dealt with, both on the good side and the bad side, it's just kind of ridiculous to not feel a certain way about it, you know, but I'm trying not to, you know, I'm, I, I think I should, you know, let this whole thing take, take, take its course and then arrive at, a, at, a, at, a, at whatever feeling I have or, or, you know, put that aside and arrive at, at the decision at the, you know, at the end of this. And, and I, it is a very sad thing to see a young man go through this. Um, it's not something that anybody takes any kind of pleasure in um, um, pointing fingers at people, especially under those circumstances. Um, I think we, I think that's why we tend to kind of side on this, uh, on the, on caution. You know, we don't want to jump to any conclusions here. It's just our human side just wants to take us to a, pl a place where we, you know, I mean, just just the details of this thing, man. It's just pushing you that way. We just have to hold up. We just have to be patient and wait up, and then let it work out. Because in you know, in this country, it's you know, you're only you know, you you're innocent until proven guilty. So, yeah, it's 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 overall it, overall it's a sad situation. Um, I just hope whatever happens happens gets get it over with. Um, like you said, if it's anything. If it's if it, any of this stuff is true, he's going to get the hammer, it, and it's going to give. It's probably going to be worse than we've ever seen, and yes. and to make it even worse, I mean, even if the Texans like now, I'm sure they would say, yeah, we'll we'll trade him now because they don't want him anywhere near the team. But who's going to want to bring him in? You know, I mean, this guy's the quarterback. I mean, this guy's one of the best quarterbacks in the whole league. Yep. And does a team want to bring him in to be the face of the franchise? Because that's what there the quarterback is, especially that good. Um, yep. I, I just, I don't see a team wanting that. I mean, I I've read teams are kind of on the outside, you know, just, you know, keeping tabs on it because if anything happens, anything at all positive in his way, then they might say, Oh, okay, we could, you know, we could try to work with this. You know, I mean, we've seen Michael Vick come back after what he did, you know, totally different situation. And he went to jail and all that. I don't think, uh, Watson's going to go to jail, but you never know. But um, with this situation, I mean, everybody, listen, in the end, at the end of the day, everybody deserves a second chance. So I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a second chance, even after something comes up bad about him, but, uh, that's the whole thing. I think teams would be willing to give him a second chance if yeah. obviously because he's so good, but because everybody does deserve a second chance. So I think the teams would do it, but the Texans aren't going to get anywhere near what they would have gotten if he got traded two months ago before all yeah. this came out <laughs> in the, in the, in the court of public opinion, that's the problem right now is that right. he's getting killed. And if it, like you said, if it, it, you know, no matter what happens, he is just not going to be viewed as the same guy. And then it will be a hard sell for an organization to say, Hey, look, 
this is your this is the the prince of this 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 organization and the face of the franchise this is this is going to be a hard hard sell man and 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 i don't know how organization is going to do it but uh yeah. i don't know man both 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 ways you look at this this is just not going to turn out well for this kid no matter how it ends it's just not going to turn out well fam yeah it's just a overall it's just a it's an ugly situation and yes it seems like every week or so it you know it, it seems like every day or so i should say something worse is coming out and um now that we i think yesterday when that woman came out and and spoke about what happened and all that and seeing how upset she was now there's a face to yeah make one, it at least even worse piece. yeah and i think that makes it even worse now you can see yeah. the the trauma that this woman went through and what it's causing her for the last year or so um you know she can't even do the job anymore she said that's how uncomfortable she is about this whole thing so you know i it, it's just bad it's just sad you know and um i just hope in the end you know uh, i just hope everybody gets okay after all this you know the, the women to get their help that they need whatever they need help in and hopefully he does too obviously if, if any of this is true he's obviously got an issue he's got a problem <laughs> i don't know why but uh he'll need help too so hopefully he gets help and hopefully he could get his life straightened out because he's a young extremely talented quarterback and it's it's sad to see something like this happen but we'll see how it ends up you know it's gonna be interesting yes sir all right and that's it for our episode make sure to follow us on twitter at just fans podcast like our facebook page again and watch just fans and keep the ratings and the feedback coming in um, we do this for y'all every week until next time we take a flight take flight take flight